Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Runner's Ramble. We are on episode 17, following the Paula Radcliffe episode, which was amazing by the way, but I'll get to that in a second. This is going to be another filler episode, so I got some good feedback from the previous one, um, so thank you for that. So what it's going to be about is um, the Great North Run, slash the build-up, slash training for it, because if you haven't noticed, um, it's less than four weeks away, by the way. Um, hello. So that's a bit nerve-wracking. I mean... It was, I felt like yesterday when we all got our emails to say you're in or you're out, um, then I blinked, and then it was 100 days to go, and I've blinked again, and it's, it's less than a month, so I don't know where the time's gone, but um, there's a topic uh, that's been bothering me at the minute, I mean, uh, I've posted about it on social media, um, if you listen to this, like, three months from now, it, it was posted on the 14th of August, um, so have a read of that if you want, um, I'm pretty sure you've all been there, um, so that's what I'm going to do. But before I get there, um, Paula Radcliffe, amazing. How amazing was she on the podcast? She's She's been on a couple of podcasts, uh, Marathon Talk, I think Colin Murray had one as well. Um, and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to put out there and, and sound incredibly big-headed. I think mine's the best. Just, <laughs> I just, I just, because I'm proud of myself that I didn't flap and just like get really nervous. I mean, the first... 30 seconds, I was bricking it, but then after I asked the first question, I just like instantly settled straight away, and it was just a nice conversation, um, and I'm just proud of myself that I didn't just bottle it or totally fuck it up, and Paula, by the way, amazing, wasn't she, so nice, both on and off air or off mic, um, so lovely to talk to, very easy to chat with about different running subjects, and just chat with her in general, not all about running, it was just, just catching up with and getting to know Paula, and I need to thank three people for this, for getting the podcast episode sorted. Um, that's Ali Dixon, Angie Andrews, who you might recognise from Marathon Talk, who hosted it recently. Hello, Angie. And Alison Kerbishley as well. Um, without those three, that episode wouldn't have happened, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so if you're listening, girls, thank you very much for doing that for me. I, I massively appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. If you haven't listened to the episode, um, I mean, mate, what are you doing? Sort yourself out and... Tell you what, uh, open up your podcast app right now, not if you're driving, do this before you hit the road, please. Um, open up your podcast app, whether it be Spotify, Apple, uh, Aircast, or Google Podcasts, I'm on there now, get in, um, open up and put the Paula Radcliffe to play in your queue after this one, obviously, and then once you've listened to both episodes, then go and rate the, the podcast because I'm doing these for free, uh, it doesn't cost you anything to listen to the podcast, um, I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's free, yeah, as far as I'm aware, um, so it'd be nice if you could just leave a, a review of the podcast, I've got a couple there, um, and the, you know, the more the podcast gets like gets rated positively, um, give us some feedback, if, it, if you don't think it's a good podcast, I would love to know why it's not a good podcast, all feedback's welcome, um, it helps me out and it pushes the podcast up the charts. I'm not even in any way near a chart because there's too many good running podcasts out there. But I want a challenge. Um, so rate it. It'd be fantastic if you could. And then you're done. That's it. That's all I'm asking for you. But that is the Paula Radcliffe episode review. Quick one, as it were. It was just brilliant. She was brilliant to talk about um, hitting the wall, about uh, what she had planned when she was in Durham. That's where we recorded it. Um, so I'm not going to say too much on it from now, just put it in your queue and listen to it after this one. So thank you very much. So without further ado, let's crack on with uh, with this Great North Run topic. I'm going to find some filler music, which could be quite appropriate right 
hier. Okay, so um, I'm recording this and I have no idea what the filler music's going to be, so it's either sound really mint or really shit. So I'm really sorry if it's really shit. I tried. Um, right, so I've mentioned it, the Great North Run. Less than four weeks until it arrives here in the northeast of England. It puts us on the map for a weekend, uh, and I love it. Uh, not so much that the City Games isn't going to be on the key side. That's a bit of a downer. I'm a bit sad about that, because that, that's part of the weekend, but that's a, a, another topic for another time. Maybe even a video. Hint, hint. So, what's been bothering me, and I put this on my Facebook page, and I'm pretty sure I'll put it on Instagram at some point. Um, if you want to look back at it, I, I, I posted it around about 6 o'clock on the 14th of August, in case you listen to this in advance. Um, and what it's talking about is is a running mojo. Now, I made a video about this, I think, last year, when I was trying to encourage people to just, like, enter races, and it's it's perfectly natural to fall into this kind of running mojo malarkey where it disappears. Um, and I'm in that right now, and it all started when I got injured. So if you if you're unaware uh, and, and unfamiliar with the history of the injury, um, back end of March slash beginning of April, I got injured, and I thought it was a bad one. I thought I tore something. I thought my meniscus had went, or my patella tendon had torn, or something like that. I felt really bad, and it was swollen and hurt like a bitch after a run. Um, and I mentioned it in another podcast. Funny enough, um, so sorry if I'm repeating myself. And after I got the nod, um, literally days or weeks after I posted that podcast, I was straight back into the gym, straight back on the roads. I was, you know, trying to get some form of fitness, just get back into the into it slowly but surely. Um, and I just there was nothing there. There, there was no excitement. There was no thank God I'm back. There was no um, endorphin hit. It, there was nothing. It was just like it was really unusual, and. What was bothering me is that great not like I had to pie off the blade and races. That that hurt big style, massively stung, really hurt. Um, I had to pie off another race. It was two races that I entered, and I had to pull out because because um, of the knee injury. I wasn't going to be fit for it. I wasn't going to run a race for, for not being fit. Um, so I kind of focused. I was looking at races to focus on to maybe you know tune up the Great North Run training because I've always done three races, three or four races leading up to a Great North Run. And as 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 we speak or as I'm recording, I've done none, none, none at all, and it's really bothering me. And maybe this is why the the mojo things kicking around a bit because. Um, because I just don't, because there's nothing to train for apart from the Great North Run. There's nothing to, to fill the void until Great North Run. And, you know, last weekend, um, that was the worst I've ever been because I was supposed to do 10 miles. Um, and the weekend before that, I did 10 miles and it was bastard hot. I mean, it was fucking hot. I was finding like pockets and channels on roads where it was just like the humidity was ridiculous. I felt like I was in a different part of the world. And I had to run walk it, and there's absolutely no shame in run walking whatsoever, because I've done it in all the Great North. I've done it well. I've done it in three Great North runs. No shame in it whatsoever. Um, and I just, you know, I struggled, and I was thinking, maybe this is the year that I, I can't do it. The doubt kicked in. The half maranoia kicked in massively, and I'm not the only one who's thinking this. I know for a fact that there's people on the 40 runs 
Great North Run page, which is a fantastic page, by the way. I've seen it on social media, not just with the Great North Run, but with running events in general. Like, they're not prepared. They're so unprepared. I mean... I mean, 2014, my past Great North Runs, the four that I've done, 2014, I didn't have a clue. I was learning as I was running. It was all experience there and then. 2015, I tried to be a clever arsehole and try to push my body past what it was capable of then and try to run a 90-minute half marathon and I fall flat on my fucking face. And then 2017 was was just a clusterfuck of a year. Um Buying a house aside, uh, I was left without a job. I also lost my granddad, my role model in sport, and that year was just just a fucking write off. Um, it was just it was awful. So I struggled. I ran it, but it was it was a struggle. I just had nothing. Um, and then last year, twenty eighteen, that was the most fun I've had. It was the slowest half marathon I've ever run, but that medal is front and center every time I enter my office. Um, or the the way I edit my videos and where I do work, it, that's front and center because I run walked, I drunk in the atmosphere, uh, I loved it, high fived it. I just I ran the Great North Run for what it was, and I didn't really train for it then. I struggled with it because I was making the documentary at the same time, so I was kind of trying to balance the filming and running, and I just couldn't do it. It was so hard, um, so I'd kind of struggle and accept the fact that I wasn't going to run quick. And I need to mention last year, because the reason it was extra special was because of Colin, the big pink dress. He, I felt really privileged that he allowed me to come and join him at the start line. He gave me a start line pass, and then he also gave me a VIP wristband um, to get some food afterwards. Uh, I feel very lucky, and I feel very fortunate, and, and it's probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that I get to do that, and I'm thankful for that. So, Colin, if you are listening to this... You're a hero, and thank you for that, for making that Great North Run just unforgettable. I'll be eternally grateful for that, and I don't mean to sound kiss-arsey, but that's, that's how I feel. And this year, I mean, getting back to the point is, that that hot weekend that I tried to do a, a run, I did question myself, like, it's, it's not worth it. I can't do it. If I can't do 10 miles, how the fuck am I supposed to do 13? So I thought, you know what, give yourself a break, it's hot, you haven't really hydrated, you drank coffee and gin the day before, you probably not help yourself a little bit. Just go home, chill out, fucking just chill, just put your feet up and forget about it. It's in the past, right? Now you can, there's nothing you can do about it, it's in the past. Um, so I, I tried to, to get out and run for a little bit, I got, I think, one run, maybe, maybe a hit session, I think, I got, I got some form of training, I can't remember. Um... And then the weekend gone, I was supposed to do uh, another 10 miler and I felt good. I felt, you know what, I might be able to do it. And then I got a Sunday and I looked outside and it was pissing down with rain. Now, normally I'm not bothered by weather. I'll just get out and run it regardless. Even if it's a heat, I'll struggle, but I'll try and get around it. If it's if it's rain, it's even better. Um, I just looked outside. I opened up Emma's gym, um, all around athletic development, by the way. So if you're based in Morpeth, check it out. There you are, Emma. There's a plug for you. Um, and I opened the gym, a couple of the lads came in and asked them, am I running? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to run when I get back. But then I didn't. Looked outside and I thought, oh, I can't be arsed. I really can't be arsed. There was no motivation. There was nothing there for us. And uh, I just felt, can't be arsed. Can't be bothered. Just, it was a poor attitude, but that's how I felt. So when I got back home, um, Emma came in. She was like, how was your run? I, went, I haven't been for a run. And she was like, you what? I haven't been for a run. She was like, 
I thought you'd go for a run. Yeah, well, it didn't happen. Uh, I can't be bothered. There's nothing there. There's no motivation. I have absolutely zero interest in going out for a run. Um, and that's when I felt bad. Like, there's always that sense when you don't, when you miss a training session, isn't it? That's the way you, you feel awful for not doing it. But you can't help it when your head's trying, when your head's dictating when you should or where you shouldn't go out. And I just felt awful. Um, so I had a word with myself. Um, and I thought, you know what? Carry it over to Monday. See what happens. What's the worst that could happen? Run the Mortworth 10k route twice. Just do the do the Mortworth 10k route. Um, run there. Do the route. Run back. See where you're at. And that was eight miles. And do you know what? Running angry is what I did. And running angry was just what I needed because it proved that my pace and forget about it. Uh, the, pay, the pace and times were irrelevant for this. It was, can I run eight miles consistently and without blowing out my backside? And can I feel comfortable? And I felt that comfortable that that last mile, I floored it. And I mean, fucking floored it. I left everything in that last mile. And that gave me a bit of confidence, but not enough to convince myself that I'm back. Um, I hate that cliche of like, for instance, a footballer, when a player who hasn't scored and is quite high profile scores a goal and the commentators just assume that he's back after one goal. I, I, it, for me, the, he has to or she has to score like 10 on the bounce for me to say they're back. And for me, it has to be two, three, four, five runs where I've run consistently and comfortably and happily where I can say, yeah, I'm ready, I'm back. So right now, it's a case of trying to, to overcome that feeling. Now, in the video I said enter an event, and I've mentioned it back in, earlier before, I haven't run an event, and it's too late now because it's there's, there's no real events that I can enter right now where I feel I'm ready for. Mentally, anyways, I was, ready, I was mentally ready for blading. That didn't happen. Um... I was, you know, I'm preparing myself for different events. I was looking at different 10Ks and, you know, more with 10K, I was mentally ready for that. I was even contemplating entering it on the day if I didn't get back to late. Um, so that's just a bit of a down and shit happens. So I'm still trying to overcome it. I'm due to go into a hit session tomorrow morning at six o'clock in the morning. I went to a hit session on Tuesday after I ran the eight miles and I felt fucking shattered and my body just hated me for it. But... It's like, if I can cram training in, not to the point where I exhaust myself um, and feel relatively fit, I'll happily go on that pen and I'll happily start my watch and be like, as long as I can get through this great north run in one piece, I'll be happy and enjoy it at the same time. Because for me, again this year, it's finished time. No, it's finished lines, not finished times. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, that's what I'm... That, that's, because for me, training... For the Great North Run, it ain't easy. No matter what anyone tells you, tra training for any half marathon in, in that instance, for that example, or for that reason alone, it, it it ain't easy. If someone says to you, training for the Great North Run is a piece of piss, it's fucking easy, I can do it in me sleep. You know what? They're lying. They're absolutely talking out of their backside. They're lying. Because... I've found out, and I've mentioned the Great North Runs in the past, 2014, new, 2015, mental thing, 2017, the year, apart from buying a house, I've mentioned, 
the year that everything went fucking wrong. Um, and last year was the best year, without a shadow of a doubt. So, if someone says to you, the Great North Run training is easy, they're wrong. So, whether you walk half the run, whether you run walk it, whether you run your slowest, whether you run your fastest, no matter how you take on this run, you're doing it for you and not for the cocks that think that they know best and um, think they, they know all by telling you it's easy to train for the half marathon. It's not, right? Find me some person, find me someone who thinks it's easy. I bet you there isn't. I bet you there isn't. I bet you Mo Farah and Paula Radcliffe and you know, folk like elite athletes, I bet they struggle. I bet they have off days. I bet you that. So if you're getting yourself worked up about it and you're listening to this thinking, oh my God, I, I, I totally understand, um, then don't worry. Relax. You've got it. Just do it in your own time. Finish lines over finish times. That's what I'm going to say to you. So where I'm at, um, I don't know how to really... I don't know how to summarise it. It's... Um, I'm getting there. I just, I just have to accept the fact that it's just gonna be uh, a, a, just another a 2018 run. Which, if it's anything to go from, then I'm gonna have an absolute blast. I mean, I've already asked Peter from Team Tedious if I can run with him and Justine. Um, which you know, he said yeah. Because this is the thing with Peter, the Team Tedious lads in as a whole are the best. Because they continuously support each other. Um, they love running. And they don't care like how slow or fast either one of us runs. As long as we all cross the finish line. Whether it's at the same time. Or if Neil shoots off like a ra- like a rocket and finishes and gets a PB. He waits for us. He claps us over. takes pictures as we cross the line. Um, it doesn't really matter as long as you all cross the finish line. And with Peter in particular, he helped me with the blind park, the blind park run in 2017, um, to help raise money. And I ran with them at Kielder. And he's just, you know what it is? He pulls me through a race, um, along with the team Tedis lads. So running with him, I think is going to be fantastic. Cause I've never ever run with someone before for the great North run. So it's going to be an experience. And I think with this one, you know, Kielder half marathon is is really hilly. So I can't and I was I was complaining at the end of it where I thought Peter was gonna swing and just like, you know, and dust us, but he didn't. He gives Haribo. Um running with, with, with Peter and Justine, I think it's gonna be mint. Because we ran together for a I think it was a ten mile it's a random ten mile around the quayside and it was mint. Um, and it just it breezed over. So I'm kinda hoping that that's the same kind of thing for the Great North Run. So that's something to look forward to. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the episode. Um, I think I've waffled on long enough. But like like I've said just before there, look, before the Great North Run, don't stress out if you if you haven't got a running mojo or if you feel that you've not trained hard enough for it because I'm right there with you. I think I've only done one 10-mile run, a couple of eight miles here and there, not even a nine a seven and maybe a couple of ten k's a mostly park run um that that's that's as far as i've run i've not really banked high mileage or any or much mileage at all so i'm right there with you don't stress out honestly you're gonna be absolutely fine um if i can do it with with the little to no training so can you and if it's your first time i'm telling you now soak it up 
from getting into your pen to finishing that race, finishing that line, I was going to say, from crossing that line, honestly, drink it in because there's, there's no other run like it. Honestly, it's one of the best half marathons in the world. Uh, it's just, honestly, just enjoy it, drink it in, get the Augies in, always go left. That's all I'll say. Always go left. Um, and just, yeah, just just let your legs take over. And you'll be fine. Just drink it in. So that's it. That's another episode done. Sorry, it's a filler episode if you're expecting a guest. Um, I'm sorry I don't have one. I've got, like I mentioned, I've got uh, the Great North Run special. That's due to be recorded pretty soon. Uh, I've got Colin confirmed. Uh, Angie said she'll do it as well. So if you're, if you're a fan of her, doing the presenting the marathon talk not long ago she's going to be back on she's done a previous podcast so is colin as well so go add that to the queue as well listen to those podcasts as well um so they're confident i'm trying to get a couple of more guests um hopefully we'll have about three or four in total it'll be the same format as the national running show so um and i'll try and make it a bit more perky with some facts and stuff i haven't written it yet so i'll figure it out and then keel the month after so maybe we might have one for november um with it with a guest i've got one guest in mind and um he's already featured on my channel my channel my instagram account i don't use youtube much anymore um he's been on my instagram so there's a clue for you if i can get him to come on so that's it so thank you very much for listening to the episode um please leave a review it'd be fantastic if you could so whatever podcast app you use um i'm thinking specifically the apple podcasts here um leave a review give it five stars write a little paragraph it's mint it's shit could do better get this person on whatever just leave some feedback um the more the merrier and i will continue to make these podcasts because i love making them and and judging by the feedback you love listening to them so i'll keep on making them so all right, that's enough um thanks for listening good luck for the great north run if i don't get a chance to speak to you like this again um enjoy it enjoy the time bridge enjoy the festivities that is um see you later on